I'm Jess Bierling, and this is the Jess for Moms podcast, episode 34, What I Wish I Could Tell Myself as a New Mom. Welcome to the Jess for Moms podcast. I'm Jess Bierling, and here we talk about all the ways you can prepare for and thrive in the postpartum stage, as well as beyond into motherhood. There are a lot of resources for taking care of your baby, and while that is very important, this podcast is different. This is a resource just for moms, a resource that will help you take great care of yourself while taking great care of your baby. All right, this episode is going to be simple and sweet, but we've had a lot of busy things going on lately. I haven't announced this yet, like on social media or anything, but we are actually moving, which is really exciting, but that's coming up in this next week. And, um, obviously there's a lot that goes into that and a lot of prep and packing and decluttering. And it's been pretty crazy, you know, on top of everything else in our normal lives. So, but we are excited. We are going from, we're currently living in Iowa. We have been for the last several years. Um, we're going from Iowa to Utah where we have, that's where I grew up and that's where a lot of family members are and friends and it feels, it feels like home and we didn't know if that we would be able to go back there or what the plan would be and it hasn't felt right for a while and now it does and we're really excited about that, really excited to to go back to Utah, but also it's a bittersweet thing, leaving the people and place that we've learned to really love here, and it's a big change for our little family. We, When we moved here, um, my daughter was seven months old, and she just turned five this last week, and so it's, it's a big change, but um, we're excited, and really that actually leads in, I didn't even plan that, but that leads in perfectly to what I wanted to talk about today, which is five years ago, I became a mom. And I think that's something really cool about your first baby is that not every time it's her birthday, um, my daughter Andy, every time it's her birthday, I reflect on the fact that 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 day, that first day is that birthday is also when the birthday of me becoming a mom, which is a huge shift and a huge change and literally added a whole nother title and role and responsibility to who I am the day that she was born. And really the day, you know, I guess it counts too before when you're pregnant for sure. But um, at least it felt more real and more tangible when she was there and in my arms. And it's the official day, you know, when your baby's born that you become a mom. And so I wanted to share today just a few things that I, if I could go back in time, I, I recognize that five years is still <laughs> not that long. Um, com, you know, in comparison, I think about like my, my grandmas and how long they've been mothers and how wise and, you know, all the wisdom that they have and my own mom and my mother-in-law, how much longer they've been mothers. But um, so I fully recognize that five years does not make me a pro by any means. But it did, it did get me thinking, and I've actually been thinking the last couple of weeks about things that I've learned in the past five years of being a mom, that if I could go back in time and tell myself back then, I, I would. What are those things? Like, what are the things that I wish I had known 
that I would tell my own daughter now or that I just would tell myself specifically five years ago. And so the first thing that if I could go back in time, the first thing that I would tell myself is not to be afraid of change. And I would say when I was pregnant, I wasn't afraid of change. I was really excited for the change. I was really excited to become a mom. Um, But then I've talked about my postpartum experience so many times. Um, But with my postpartum experience, it felt like everything had changed. And not necessarily, initially it didn't feel like for the better. I felt very overwhelmed with all of the change. Especially not so much adding a baby, to the mix like that was a big change but it was more the changes that I saw in myself physically and emotionally and the ways that I was struggling I had never really struggled in those ways before and so the change that I saw in myself I I felt like because it was hard I felt like I was losing who I was before and I was kind of mourning that piece of it. I was mourning that I felt like this was my life now. Being a mom was really hard. It was all about sacrifice and prioritizing your baby's needs above your own. And and some of that was, was a cognitive, you know, cognitive thing that I thought about. And some of it was just subconscious. And I, I didn't realize that that's exactly what I was believing. But looking back, that's fully what I was believing. I was feeling like my everything had changed and I and not necessarily for the better and over time as I started coming out of the postpartum stage and I was learning better how to meet my own needs and I was learning who I was with this new role of mother added on top of it and I have described that I kind of felt like a tower of Jenga blocks And I had, you know, built each one carefully as I had been growing up. And after I became a mom, I felt like most of my tower of Jenga blocks had just been totally knocked down. And I was rebuilding um, who I was and, and what that meant and what it looked like to be a mom and how to balance that with, with, being Jess. And it took me a long time to realize that this change wasn't a complete identity shift. I wasn't becoming a new person. What was happening is I was still Jess and and I was adding becoming a mom on top of that. I was adding that new role, discovering that side of me, bringing out that side of me, having a little baby dependent on me. And that stretched me and that was a huge learning experience but it wasn't replacing who I was it was just adding to who I was and once I realized that and believed that everything started to feel so much better because I didn't feel this sadness or this almost grief of mourning who I was because I in the end I didn't really need to do that I thought I did. I thought I was becoming this whole new person. I hope this is making sense, but I thought I was becoming this brand new person when in reality, I was still Jess. I just needed to add to that and allow it to help me grow, help me become an even better version of myself, but not completely replacing who I was. And so I there's a song by Sarah Bareilles and um, it's called Everything Changes. 
And when I first heard this song, I just loved the song. My friend sent it to me after I had a baby and it just made me cry. But there's a line in there that says, what I thought was so permanent fades. And I swear I'll remember to say we were both born today. And that has just stuck with me for literally five years that I, rem- I swear I'll remember to say that we were both born today. Again, for a little while, what I interpreted that song to mean is that I was reborn, that I was this new person, this r- new version of myself, and that kind of the old me wasn't there anymore, and that was kind of a past life. And that, anyway, all of those thoughts kind of created this feeling of sadness and stress and overwhelm because of I was so focused on okay well that's that's in the past and this is who I am now now I am a mom and it kind of I was allowing it to become my whole identity and there's so much pressure in that and it was creating heaviness and like I said overwhelm and what I realized is again that when it says I swear I'll remember to that we were both born today what that means at least to me is that this piece of me this the mom part of me was born today. This beautiful, wonderful addition to who I am as a person, that piece, that motherhood piece was born today. It's not like my life didn't count up until then and now I was born. No, this piece of me, this part of who I am, a huge part now of who I am, was born the day that my daughter Andy was born. And now those thoughts, that feeling really just creates happiness, joy. And now on her birthday, I think about how grateful I am that I'm now also a mom in addition to who I am and how much I love being a mom. And it creates this feeling of happiness and gratitude for this huge, important piece of who I am because I recognize that it was an addition to who I am, not replacing, not not a rebirth, not a nothing like that, just a beautiful addition to who I am, helping me become the best version of me. So if I could go back in time, I think I was afraid of this change. Once I started, once I was a mom, I was afraid of, of change. And I wish I could go back and be like, this is a wonderful change. This is, this is just an addition to who you are. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of change. The second one is um, that, and you've probably heard me talk about this before, but that your needs matter as much as your babies. And I'm going to say that again. Your needs matter as much as your babies. And you'll notice that I didn't say your needs also matter in addition to your babies. I want the as much part is the most important part. As human beings, we all have the same worth. We all deserve to be well taken care of and have our needs met. The difference is that a baby can't meet their own needs, but they are, so they're completely dependent on us, right? To feed them, clothe them, bathe them, help them even go to sleep, help them to be protected and safe and literally everything in their life, cutting their fingernails. Like they need us to do everything, change their diapers and as adults, we've learned over time how to meet our own needs. And so it's up to us to do that, to meet our needs, to take care of ourselves, to feed ourselves, clothe ourselves, have somewhere safe to live and to sleep. And so, but just because we can meet our own needs 
doesn't make them any less important. It just means it's also, just like it's our job to take care of our baby's needs, it's our job to take care of our own needs. And when I became a mom, I I just, this was a subconscious thing, but I just put my needs kind of to the side. Like I tried the bare minimum. I tried to eat something every day. I tried to get some sleep. Um, but I'm talking like the bare minimum, like enough to just survive really. And I didn't realize that what I was doing was prioritizing all of my baby's needs over mine. And honestly, I thought that that's part of being a mom. I thought that's what it meant. Like just to focus that my life's purpose now or that purpose, especially in that newborn stage was to solely take care of my baby and do enough to, you know, I wasn't trying to not take care of myself, but I just didn't realize that it was okay to really, which sounds so silly. Again, this part was very subconscious, but I didn't realize that it was okay to or that I even should, that I was neglecting my own needs. I didn't recognize that at all. But it, I now I have learned that my needs are, again, just as important as my babies and just as important as my little kids. Right now I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and, and an almost six-month-old. And their needs are so important to me, and so are mine. And when I meet mine and take care of mine, then I'm way better equipped to take care of theirs. So part of this means that you need to get help, that it's okay to get help. And in fact, that it's necessary to get help because a lot of times, especially in the newborn stage, it's almost impossible to meet your own needs and your baby's needs because newborns are very needy. And honestly, if I hadn't had my mom (laughs) come when I first had my daughter, those first couple weeks, I don't, I don't know what would have happened. I, I did much worse after she wasn't there because she was trying to meet my needs and she was the one that was kind of looking out for me and taking care of me when I was really just primarily focused on taking care of Andy. And so, um, and same when my mother-in-law came, I feel like a lot more of my needs were met because they were there. Um, but I, when they weren't there, I hadn't thought through how to make sure that I was still taking care of, that I was still eating enough food and getting enough rest. And I didn't think of any other possible options. And anyway, that's all part of what a postpartum plan is for. But I wish I could go back and tell myself as a new mom that my needs mattered just as much as Andy's and that it was okay to ask for help to meet those needs or to have someone else help meet the needs of my daughter so that I could meet my own needs. And so... Anyway, we also had more limited resources and help being in a a place where we were there for an internship and didn't really know a lot of people, but knowing what I know now or using a postpartum plan, I would have been able to do such a better job with this. But that's what I one of the main things that I want new moms to know and that I wish I could go back and just actually tell myself you your needs matter just as much as Andy's. So that's the second thing. And then the last thing, I wanted to do five things, you know, because I've been a mom for five years. My daughter's five years old. But you know what? <laughs> we, we have three today. That's, that's what we've got. But the last one that I wanted to share is that the only opinions that truly matter when it comes to parenting and taking care of your baby are your, yours and your spouse's. And I would add 
that I believe God's opinion is also very important in these matters and that I can, I pray for, for guidance in that area. But when it comes to the people in your life, the people, the opinions that truly, truly matter are yours and your partner's. And I think it's really wonderful to get good input, read books or articles, talk to your parents, talk to your spouses or partner's parents, talk to your good friends or a sister or whoever it is who also has had a baby. I think there are so many wonderful people who care about us and our children, and it's so great to get their input. Um, It's also great to talk to your doctor and get their thoughts and But then take all of that information and together you both will know your child the best and you will know each other the best. And what's best for you and your family may not be what's best for someone else in their family. And we're all different. We all have different ways of meeting our needs. We all have different ways of meeting the needs of our kids. And it looks different for everyone. But ultimately, the most important thing the most important opinions are yours and your spouse's. And if you can trust that, then you can know and feel confident that you're taking care of your kids the best way that you can. And I I feel like we did an okay job at this. And luckily we have really wonderful people in our lives that don't push their opinions onto us or anything like that. They share them with love. But I think I, I let some... I some societal pressures and maybe some opinions of doctors, especially when it came to when I was having a lot of struggles with breastfeeding. And I felt a lot of guilt and a lot of shame because I was afraid of what other people would think. Or um, I had heard that breast is best. And I felt a lot of pressure to make it work, even though my mental health was really struggling because of the physical pain that I was in. Um, And the, the lack of resources that I was finding that were actually helping there there wasn't a lot that was actually helping me figure out what was going on luckily I figured it out this time but there five years ago even there weren't nearly as many resources and the lactation specialist didn't even know what to do with me but I felt a lot of pressure and I let other people's opinions impact me or make me feel guilty for switching for a little while and I felt embarrassed about that and it took me a long time to realize well it took me stopping breastfeeding and seeing the impact that it had on my mental health and the impact that it had on my daughter because a really sweet lactation consultant um, told me if you're feeling stressed and tense and in pain during your feedings then your baby can sense and feel that stress from you. And anyway, I, that was totally true for Andy. As soon as we switched to bottle feeding, she was so much more relaxed and not just during feedings, but in between. And she was sleeping better. And anyway, there were so many things that we were able to see that this was the right move and this was the right change for Andy. And after five weeks of really struggling and me being in a lot of pain. And anyway, I really learned And then I processed after that guilt, feelings of guilt and that I should still be breastfeeding and making it work or that she won't have all of the wonderful benefits that other kids would have or, you know, that it was so easy to feel guilt or, and I know a lot of moms feel this way when switching to formula or switching to um, a combination feeding or whatever it is. But what I learned through that experience is that ultimately me and my husband, Nicholas, we knew what was best for us 
and for our baby. And what ended up being best for her was what was best for me. And often those two go hand in hand and they should go hand in hand. It should be taken into consideration what's best for your baby and what's best for you. And so again, take all the resources, ask ask for help, ask for advice, but then come together with your spouse, partner, or whoever is is your teammate in this and decide together what's best for your baby and or best for your toddler. This will be an ongoing thing. It has been for me for the last five years. I'm sure it will continue to be until my children are grown. And ultimately, we try to make decisions together that we feel like are best regardless of what other people might think or say or feel about it. We try to do what we feel is best and it normally ends up being a good fit. And if it doesn't, then we... We regroup and we do something else we feel good about. But just a reminder and something I wish I could tell myself going back is not to worry about other people's opinions and just to trust my gut and trust what Nicholas and I decided together would be the best thing for our family or for our babies. And so those are the three things that I have. And so I'll just repeat those really quick. The first thing that I would tell myself five years ago as I became a new mom is don't be afraid of change. The second thing is that my needs and your needs matter as much as your baby's. And the third thing is the only opinions that truly matter when it comes to parenting are yours and your partner's. And so those are the things I would love to hear from you. If you've had a baby and if you could go back in time, what kind of things would you tell, want to tell yourself and would you want to know before? before you became a mom what are those things and if if you'll message them to me on instagram i'll try to find a time to share them with other people and maybe i'll put up a little question box on that when i share this episode but i would love to hear what are the things that you wish you could go back in time and tell yourself because before you became a mom anyway it's a special time i feel like it's a it's a special milestone of five years of being a mom and i am so grateful every day that my daughter Andy made me a mom and I told her that and I gave her a big hug the night before she turned five and I said thank you for making me a mom and she said she was so cute she put her arms around me and she said and thank you for making me so special (laughs) and she's so sweet but I love being a mom and I, I guess that would be the other thing that I, if I could go back in time, back to the postpartum me. I think before I had a baby, I thought I was going to love being a mom. And those first few weeks of being a mom, I just felt like my world got turned upside down. And I was like, man, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. How does anyone have more than one child? And this is what being a mom is like. And anyway, I wish I could go back in time and give myself a big hug and be like, just wait it gets so much better and you are going to love being a mom every bit as much as you thought you were going to. And so that is probably one of the main things that I would tell myself is that it gets so much better. Even if it's hard postpartum, things get so much better and you really are going to love being a mom. And so I guess I'll leave with that. I love being a mom and I'm so grateful every day that I get to be a mom. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. I'm so glad you joined me today. As a thank you, head over to JessForMoms.com 
forward slash resources and download my guide of questions to ask your doctor about the postpartum stage. This is a free resource you can take to your next doctor's appointment to help you feel better prepared for the postpartum stage. I'll make sure to include the link in the show notes as well. So check it out and let me know what you think.